0: Good afternoon, good afternoon everyone and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. Today is Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. And we have several cryptopian celebrities who have birthdays today. So I'd like to say happy birthday to CJ Beecham of Washington, D.C., Happy birthday to Marvette Crittney of Atlanta, Georgia. Happy birthday to Tiffany Gerard of Los Angeles, California. Happy birthday to Walter Brady of Mobile, Alabama. And happy birthday to Ella Jackson of Rex, Georgia. I hope, ladies and gentlemen, that your day today, your special day, your birthday is filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this day, your birthday. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot to talk about today, specifically as I am looking at inboxes, DMs, thus direct messages really trying to get a gauge on where our community is. You know, our staff is talking about us doing a tour around California to really talk about these assets and what we should be doing and really making sure that we're honing in on our community, specifically a little bit more than we've been doing already. And just really enlightening our community is not an easy task, especially when you're ushering in something that's new, that's not tried and true. I'll say it that way. It's temp it's it's very it's been a short, short period of time since this cryptocurrency space has been around and so it's a little bit different and so you just keep plugging away at the education until you know until I figure it out till you figure it out all of us figure it out together right and just really keep teaching and telling you the truth and really just hoping that people open their eyes their ears and their minds to all the things that are going on around us and to that end, I wanted to read this quote today because it needs to be stated. Take up one idea. Make that one idea your life. Think of it. Dream of it. Live on that idea. Let the brain, the muscles, the nerves, and every part of your body be full of that idea and just leave every other idea alone, this is the way to success. And I am knowing that for our financial freedom, ladies and gentlemen, we have to think about it. We have to make this one idea our life and everything that we do in this world needs to point towards our success in the very near future. But we've gotta really hone on and allow every part of our body, our brain, our muscles, our nerves to really focus and and hone on on this successful financial freedom path that we are going down. And I'm really excited about the fact that we can do this and we can make it happen. And again, as an ex-financial advisor, I can't tell you how many times I sat at my desk And really just had my hand on my face and my face in my hand trying to figure out what I can actually do to help close the wealth gap for the black and brown community. And now that I have the answer, now that I have some things that I see that are working, we can't just be premature right now and we can't be in a situation where we're not really strategically thinking about paying off of debt, uh, the things that we're doing in order to make sure that we're ready and that we're ripe for times that are coming in the very near future. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, I want to have a little bit of a conversation with you today about how and why you should be trying to escape from the new monetary world order that is coming so when we come forward we'll continue this conversation this is kbla talk 1580 you're listening to ahead of the crypto curve with Nigel roberts on kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward and so the first part of the show today we're going to do the usual We're going to talk about the macro. I'm going to do just a tad bit of educating so I can make sure that we are all on the same page. And um, we, we were supposed to be doing some gathering of assets and we'll probably do and continue part 2 but there's some things that I need to call to your attention and we're definitely going to gather these assets we're going to talk about we're going to talk about those four asset classes I promise you all I know that uh sometimes some things seem a little more important than others but I have really got to get us on uh, the asset gathering uh road we got to get down that road and that road consists of those four pillars that we talk about all the time. And so I'll be stepping in and out of that. But as I see things coming to the, to the forefront, I really have to make sure that we're understanding what is happening because I see Robert F. Kennedy Jr. uh, really taking a step towards this Bitcoin community. And a lot of us, including myself, are single-issue voters. And that means we're not particularly uh, tying ourselves to any one class anymore. Just whatever is working or whatever is our agenda, that's how we're voting. But as it relates to the presidential candidate, you know, we to each his own, I will say this personally, I won't be voting for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as my next president, Uh, but I wanted to say... Because he is going so hard in the paint with the Bitcoin community, ladies and gentlemen, I see some momentum happening as it relates to um, him talking to and being able to resonate with anybody that's in the cryptocurrency space. And if our kids, our millennials and different individuals are really functioning on this cryptocurrency space with video games and things of that sort, they're going to lean towards the individual who could possibly take their cryptocurrency or whatever it is they're pushing and move it to the next level because Bitcoin seems to be the first step for those things. And so while Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is coming in on All on the Bitcoin side, ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you that he is going to garner and pull in the support of a lot of individuals, but our candidates, the ones that we want to win as well, I promise you I'll be sitting down with them, making sure that they understand what is going on in this crypto and Bitcoin space. But Robert F. Kennedy, even today, is jumping on Twitter with thousands of Bitcoiners And um, this is going to be really, really interesting because he is making sure he is in the Bitcoin landscape. And so that being said, I definitely am going to follow up with part two of gathering assets tomorrow. But I want to talk about uh, some things that we need to be made aware of. And again, there's not a lot of people talking about this on social media. There's some people that are on TikTok and of course, you know, they get pushed up in the algorithm or down in the algorithm, depending on what they're talking about. But ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't take a majority to actually prevail in this thing called freedom, but rather an irate, tireless minority. And I'm that irate, um, tireless minority that is keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. And that is something that I am here for. And so I am saying to each and every one of you that we have got to escape from the new monetary order in this world. And um, what's really happening is happening in lightning speed. Because now the Fed now is busy working on beefing up their infrastructure in the United States, and that is going to be to help to be a railway for the U.S. um, Central Bank Digital Currencies, CBDCs, and right now, I need you to understand how critically important what I am looking at, what I'm reading is. Ladies and gentlemen, there are 195 countries in this United States, 195 countries in the world, I'm not, I say United States, there's 195 countries out there and there are 130 of those countries that are blitzing to really figure out how to set up their own bear trap as it relates to digital currency. I was out yesterday. In a place where you would randomly not think that they were converting U.S. dollars into a card or digital money. But they were doing that at a water park that was filled with millennials, with Gen X's, and all these kiddos. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Last night at 7 o'clock when I left that park, I think it was about 6.30, There were lines of millennials and Gen Xers that were feeding dollars into a machine so that they could get the digital currency. This, ladies and gentlemen, is not going anywhere soon. And the globalist centralizers are inching their way closer to a new monetary world order. Now, I don't know how in the world I saw this machine and really figured out why all these kids were in line converting dollars into digital money, but they were actually doing that. And the da- digital as uh, the digital money that they were getting was uh, actually being put on a card, on a credit card. And we're gonna start to see these machines around. I think a lot more because they're trying to get cash off the off the streets the way that they can, any way that they can, and this was such a subtle way and let me tell you why it was subtle because where we were they were cashless there was there was no cash that was disseminated unless you were at the bar and you were given a tip to the bartender everything else had to be bought with a credit card or some sort of cashless mechanism and so if you came to this particular water park and you, did, you just had cash, you had to go over to this machine, put your cash in the machine. They took a portion of this cash that you put in there because, of course, they have a service fee to the tune of 10 cent for every dollar ladies and gentlemen that is highway robbery for our kids but again because they know the mindset of our children are hurry up hurry up hurry up they don't care that somebody's just taking 10 cent of their dollar and then they're going to get this card in their hand and have 10 cent less per dollar than what they put into the machine and it's highway robbery but it's happening everywhere and the mindset is is not what you think it would be when somebody looks at that and it's like man that's a lot of money that they're taking I'm just gonna go ahead and just bypass this I'm not gonna do this right now they're literally standing in front of this machine just loading 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 cash in to get a car that has extracted a lot of money from their actual wealth and so they're not thinking about that because, again, in my mind, what I see as it relates to our Gen Zs and our millennials, is that they're on these video games where when they lose, they can just press a button and start over. And for some odd reason, I feel like our children are feeling like they can push a button and start over when it comes to the money that they make, when it comes to the money they save, when it comes to anything that has to do with paying over and above what they need to or absorbent fees. There is no way in the world that I am going to just allow somebody to extract so much money from me with the mindset that I could just do it or make it up later. I used to have that thought, but it just seems like our youth today are just falling more and more victim to that. But the centralizers, the elite are really getting closer to this new monetary order. And if you need receipts for some of this, I just picked a couple of headlines for you to really try to see or listen in to see what's happening. Because 130 countries out of this 195 are racing towards central bank digital systems. With most already in advanced phases. And so, ladies and gentlemen, they're not piloting this. They are in advanced phases. And so, when we talk about getting assets and gathering assets, we really need to be doing some things quickly. The digital euro is slated for October of this year. Chinese, the city of Jinan, I believe that's how you pronounce it, accepts central bank digital currency payments for bus rides. When I read this, ladies and gentlemen, I realized that they're they're studying their central bank digital currency, but they're doing it on the people who need to ride the bus, typically who rides the bus. Those individuals that are going to service types jobs, they may be maids or janitors or, uh, you know, and I know everybody rides the bus, but we're let's just be honest when we're talking about the most of the individuals that ride the buses, ride the buses because they can't afford a car and the and bus rides are more economical and there's just all sorts of other things. And so they're starting this. I'm going to say pilot program in Chinese city in this Chinese city to just really see how it affects people. But not only that, India is exploring all of these cross-border CBDC payments with 18 other countries. So, the DBS now supports this ECNY, and so you all can look this up because I am telling you that this is happening now and these are receipts for what is going to come down the pipe and I could go on and on and on but I think you get the idea Um, the headlines are not from any dying legacy media outlets it's just small headlines small companies that are watching what's going on the legacy media is now really down with this new monetary world order so as I stated last week the message is not going to get disseminated the way that it needs to because they are very calculated as to what they are allowing to be said so the legacy media in my opinion is bought and paid for and so you can tell by all the private jets that come into Davos That is what's going on. They are bought and paid for. They are not worried about you getting what you need to make it through retirement. They are not worried about your family legacy. So what you are witnessing is the burning right now of the Bretton Woods monetary system. Now, some people may want to know what the Bretton Woods monetary system is, and I'm going to have to have somebody remind me to do that show so we can go over the Bretton Woods monetary system. But it was established in 1944, and ladies and gentlemen, it is getting burned up right now. They are making some massive changes to what we've known since 1944 in this economic structure, the global debt right now, is approaching $350 trillion. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to repeat that as if you didn't hear me. Our global debt is approaching $350 trillion with the T dollars. The gig is up, ladies and gentlemen, for this fiat dollar. Money without any intrinsic value other than what the government says it's worth. The central banks are running out of ink. Even though they're printing, even though they can print, they're running out of ink, in my opinion. That means they're running out of time because skyrocketing inflation combined with the recent bank collapse and all the things has really moved the levers uh from the feds and the treasury. And so Really, all they can do right now is print more money, but this Bretton Woods agreement, and that's B-R-E-T-T-O-N, for those of you that are writing and researching, Bretton Woods, B-R-E-T-T-O-N, Woods, W-O-O-D-S system, is going to crumble, and the opportunity is right and ripe for this new monetary world order that they've been talking about with the governments and the central bankers fully in charge. And so I'm seeing little things as I stated at a water park. These are small things that are happening that are pushing in that direction where you go places and it says cashless and they're trying this thing out. They're really trying to see how they're going to implement this. And unfortunately, you don't get a chance to decide. You will either you will be a alpha, a ruler, or a beta which is a laborer who can socialize with the alphas, but that's about it. Or you'll be uh, an epsilon, and that is somebody that has menial tasks and can c- never socialize with a, a beta or an alpha because of what your financial si- uh, situation is going to be, your economic structure how well you've padded and got yourself together as far as your family is concerned. Big dreams and hard work won't help you get to the next level in this thing. But the good news, ladies and gentlemen, is there is and remains an escape hatch for our starving individuals. And again, We can embrace this freedom and we can embrace these big dreams and we can design and create our own world. Just like those other folks are creating that parallel economy, we can design and create our own world with a monetary money that they do not control. So if you stick with me, I'll show you what that looks like and how. And again, that goes back to gathering our assets, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Broadcasting live from Lord Park, USA. USA, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio, KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. Let me just say this very quickly because. When I say escape from the new monetary world order, ladies and gentlemen, we are early. We are ahead of what is taking place. And if we take a look and we watch these warning signs, We know exactly what we need to do in this chess game. And so I keep talking about these things and keep reiterating and keep reiterating the things that we need to do, because I really, really hope that you all are still not sitting there, even if you have family members that are saying it's not real. I don't trust it. The government is going to stop this thing called cryptocurrency, yada, 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 yada. They are absolutely not going to stop it. In fact, they're not going to stop it. They're going to have their own rendition of it and you will be a part of it. And so there are so many typical refrains that I hear as it relates to Bitcoin. And really it saddens my heart because Uh, Bitcoin comes up in the conversation now more than ever, and people are still having these misconceptions as to what is taking over and what's happening. The World Economic Forum, ladies and gentlemen, there's just so many things that I want to say to you about what what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, what I'm seeing, what is actually taking place. Um, And so we've got to be very careful about these things. But if this is your stance on Bitcoin specifically, and I'm saying this because I haven't been talking at many conferences this year on purpose, but Bitcoin started in 2009 and is still thriving. Ladies and gentlemen, if you were lucky enough to get Bitcoin in 2011 at 50 cents, which I was, but then I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't have any, I didn't have a Naja Roberts on the radio to tell me to make sure that I take it off the exchange and put it into my wallet. And so we left it on uh, a platform that got hacked and we'll, we'll probably never ever get that back. So we got to chalk that up as a loss. But if you purchase two Bitcoins for a dollar, that was 50 cent each in 2011. Today, ladies and gentlemen, 10 years later, ladies and gentlemen, that dollar would be worth $68,000. I'm just going to tell you this. I'm fool enough to believe that in 2031, the little measly, I'm going to say $30,000 that a Bitcoin is worth today. It will be, if we look at this analogy, 2011, 50 cent, 2021, 30,000, 2031. I'm going to just say we should be nearing 300000 $400,000. I'm just saying the jump between 2011 and 2021 is the fact that people. Well, actually, in 2021, Bitcoin was 68,000. So, but I'm talking about today, 2023. So the jump back between 20, 2011 and today is not a whole lot of people know about it. You can still ask six out of 10 people you meet, have they heard of Bitcoin? And they're going to say no. But that price point happened in in the not know. But guess what happens from 2023 to 2031 when everybody and their mama is putting Bitcoin into some sort of fund or trying to be a hedge against inflation because they're measly, terribly put together Pension funds and retirement funds that they are giving us at our jobs are not working. They've got to do something else. And so Bitcoin is going to become very, very important down the road. And again, I am not here providing financial advice, just an observation. I mean, think about what I'm saying. A dollar in 2011, $68,000 it was worth in 2021. And today it's worth 30. So again, it went up thir- went up 68, it's down to 30. It's going to continue to fluctuate. But the more this gets into mass adoption, the more it is going to be worth. And so you have to remember that. So it started in 2009 and it's still thriving. It's blockchain backed. It has never been hacked. You tell me one thing in this United States that has not been hacked other than Bitcoin. And I got some Satoshis for you. Bitcoin blockchain has never been hacked, ladies and gentlemen. The technology behind the blockchain is nearly impossible to hack. Bitcoin outperforms stocks. And for all of you that are trading and that have all of these arguments and things of that sort. I'm not saying that dealing with stocks are is a bad thing, but I do know that a lot of that is manufactured, but by a huge margin in the first six months of this year, Bitcoin outperformed stocks. The United States dollar, um, a lot of people say that it's real. I say it's not real. It only exists on belief alone. And I've always said that our dollar is backed by war. And right now, they're not winning the war that they want to win in Ukraine because Russia stepped back and said, we don't have to use that dollar. We got other things we can use. That's going to happen all over the world. Bitcoin is a decentralized monetary asset that cannot be controlled by anybody. No manipulation. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been manipulated for years in the money space. No devaluation can devalue it because a whole bunch can't be made or created in order to make it devalue. And in my opinion, it's a fantastic hedge against inflation. I'm going to use it. I'm going to continue to make it my hedge against inflation. It is used by citizens living under authoritarian um, regimes like Venezuela, China, Iran, and that's just a few and those those regimes are really strict but citizens are living under that and they're actually using bitcoin to thrive and we already know BlackRock Fidelity uh I think it's called Valkyrie. And there are several others that are filing these applications for spot Bitcoin ETFs. And in 2021, as you know, El Salvador passed legislation with all the businesses to accept Bitcoin as a form of payment and for goods and services. And they have coerced 44 more countries to take that stance. And so that's, what's going to be happening. If a nuclear bomb took out a large portion of our planet and i hate to say that because of the fact that we are playing with fire right now with this whole ukraine thing and this korea and just uh, it's just so many different things that are happening but if a large bomb took out a large portion of our planet the unaffected areas with power your bitcoin would be safe and so if you had that in fiat in that dollar and something flooded or i don't know if if it caught on fire or if there was a volcano that money is gonna burn up or mess mess up so anyway that's that's where it is but your bitcoin would be safe and um if these bullet points don't actually help you kind of ease your fears a bit Nothing will, ladies and gentlemen. But if you're willing to give it a try and just start with this little amount, and I'm going back into dollar cost averaging. And when we come forward, I'm going to explain one more again how you dollar cost average and how you need to do it uh, specifically as it relates to uh, this. This uncertain time we're sitting in right now. When we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA, KBLA Talk 1580. Talk 1580. 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So we still have a couple of people that are asking how you dollar cost average. And I really want to jump into that really quickly. So dollar cost averaging is when you don't necessarily have to put together a budget. But I suggest as an ex-financial advisor on purpose that everybody puts together a small budget or at least know what types of monies are going out every month and what you're spending money on. What comes in and things of that sort. That being stated, ladies and gentlemen, um, it is imperative that you pick a amount that you can afford to lose, rain, sleet, or snow. Meaning, if you pick $100 a month that you can afford to lose because you spend, maybe you spend $100 on Starbucks. And uh, that's what you can afford to lose because you're already losing it by buying coffee, right? Right but maybe you say it's a hundred dollars. I suggest as an ex financial advisor on purpose that you cut that number in half. So if you say, Hey, I can afford to lose a hundred dollars a month on an investment and it doesn't matter what investment it is. You need to always know that you, it needs to be an amount that you can afford to lose. That's stocks. That's gold. That's whatever it is. I just want you to know that. But that being said, if you say a hundred, I would suggest you take 50 of that. And as you take that 50, you, what you can do is break that up over the month or you can do it all at once. I would like to do the month or I like to do the month or the day so that I could take advantage of the different price moves with Bitcoin. And so let's just say you took that 50 and you decided to do 20 on the first of the month. And then maybe around the 13th or the 15th, you do the other amount or you can take it and say hey i'm gonna go on a platform like cash app and i'm gonna do five dollars a day and at the end of the month whatever bitcoin i bought i'm gonna take it and put it into my own wallet or if you want to do bigger lump sum amounts anything over a hundred dollars you can reach out to crypto blockchain plug cv plug and we can get you started on that but ladies and gentlemen you have got to start doing uh, immolating me, mimicking me and doing something in this space. It is really, really imperative that we get that message. And so um, you'll be opening the door and escaping the hatch from this new monetary world order. I see it. I see it. I see it. I'll tell you, even today, ladies and gentlemen, they are getting our children acclimated to nothing but digital currency. In fact, I had a child up at 6 a.m. this morning knocking on my door asking me to buy some V-Bucks. V-Bucks for the video game. So if the V-Bucks are for the video game and this child grows up in that arena, you best believe when he becomes an adult which is in about 10 years, he is not going to care one bit about having a fiat dollar in his pocket. He's going to want to have digital money. And that's just the bottom line. That's what we're being groomed for. That's the direction we're going. And you got to get with it. For those of you that say, you know what, I'm not ready for that yet. You are going to be left. And I have never said that and being more serious about it, learn or get left because this thing is changing and this thing is changing fast. And so, uh, again, we started talking about that Fed Now program, which is the railways, in my opinion, for the central bank digital currency. I think that that is going to make XRP and several other ones be obsolete down the road. And I know, uh, you know, that's my opinion, but I just feel like they're not going to let XRP do anything because they can't control XRP. And what I do know that they've done is taken the code and, and done what XRP is doing and just duplicated it, but for the powers that be. And so this is an interesting space, ladies and gentlemen. So there's a lot of things that happen that you don't uh, see and I do because I'm in this space and I see what's happening now yeah people are making some money with XRP they're making some money I'm not going to deny that but for how long are they going to continue to do that this is like uh uh I, I would say it's like a I'll be sure I feel like it's gonna be a one hit a quitter uh I just well I know he made more than one song but one that I remember that I used to sing. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to make sure that we uh, understand that there are going to be tons of wins in this cryptocurrency space. There are going to be more than a ton of losses because people are being taken advantage of. But if you play it smart and you open your eyes and you pay attention to everything that's happening and why it's being done and the mindset you're going to do just well. We're going to close this freaking wealth gap. We are going to close this wealth gap for those who have opened up their eyes and in the black way awoke about what's happening around them in this monetary system. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. I got to do the market update when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, welcome forward, welcome forward. So today, ladies and gentlemen, I was giving you a pep talk, a real pep talk, almost a stern shake. Uh, And I didn't even realize that when I was looking at the fear and greed index just a second ago that that pep talk was for you. Because the cryptocurrency space right now, as it relates to the fear and greed index, is in the middle. It's neutral. That means they're not real optimistic, but they're not pessimistic either. They're right in the middle, and on a scale of zero to one hundred, it's at fifty-two. And so people are standing by, really trying to figure out what's going on, what they're doing, how to let this thing roll out with their life. So with that being stand uh, stated. Bitcoin right now is trading at $29,320, and it's up in the last hour, 0.05%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 0.24%. In the last seven days, it's down 1.85%. Now, on the other hand, Ethereum is trading at $1,861. It's up 0.22% in the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it's up. 0.61% and in the last seven days it's down 1.76%. And um, I won't go into any other cryptocurrencies. You all can do your research. I'm not going to continue to read the other cryptocurrencies because I don't want anybody to think that I am suggesting that you should be purchasing something that I really don't believe is going to be long lasting. And it's definitely, in the long term, in my opinion, not going to close the wealth gap for our community. So I'm not going to continue to talk about it, but you can go to CoinMarketCap and take a look at it yourself. And you can click on any of these cryptocurrencies and you can see what they're doing. But the cryptocurrencies, of course, follow the leader, follow Bitcoin, and they are definitely, um, uh, definitely, definitely, ladies and gentlemen, just red in the same positions. Uh, and green in the same positions as Bitcoin. So I choose to have the coin that matters. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here today on Head of the Crypto Curve. You can send me a text message if you have any questions about anything that you heard today or a thought that I may not have finished because I was so excited about teaching today. But 424-317-7373, again, 424 424- Three one seven seven three seven three is the number you can send me a text message to or you can email me at asknajaroberts at gmail.com asknajaroberts at gmail.com We're making way for the D.L. Hughley Show and we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. Bye.